Sunday and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is super special because today is Resurrection Sunday. We celebrate Easter every year, but do we actually know what happens? What is this weekend all about? Is it just because we have days off or is it because our Lord and Savior, um, God gave his son as a sacrifice for our salvation? So, Today is in remembrance and also in gratitude that he did rise on the third day. And it also is according to the Old Testament prophecies that we see. So it is super exciting and a sovereign day on Good Friday as we see that we betrayed him and we crucified him. That was our sins and because of his blood shed, we are able to have eternal life. It is such a beautiful thing. So as we go through this weekend, I hope that you remember that, that you are praying for change in your life if it needs to happen. So, um, and if you do not know Jesus, I hope that if you're hearing this, this helps you and guides you to know who Jesus is. He is the one who died for your sins. He paid the price so that you can live eternally with the Father. So, if this is the first time you're hearing about Jesus or what Christianity is. I hope that this is an entryway. If you want to talk to me, I have an Instagram and I am extremely active on it. If you want to DM me, um, send me an email. My email is thewakeupconservative at gmail.com. Send me an email. I would love to talk to you about who Jesus is and how he can be the Lord and Savior of your life. So with that said, today's episode is extremely exciting because I am doing another review. It is not necessarily going to be a movie review because this is a documentary series. If you have heard of Hillsong, A Mega Church Exposed, I am going to be reviewing it today and I'm super excited to do so because it was shocking the evidence that has come out and we are going to be reviewing it with an open heart and an open mind as we have been praying over this episode. I have had so many people pray over this episode so that it is what God wants you to hear, what he has willed and ordained for people to hear. So today's episode is fully prayed over and I hope that whatever his will be, it will be spoken into this episode. So without further ado, Today's episode is a review of the documentary series, Hillsong, A Mega Church Exposed. Okay, friends, so I had some people reach out to me and say, why didn't you produce a podcast episode last week? And I am so sorry. I was actually, I had the opportunity to go on AFR again and be on their segment, Share Truth, Apply Scripture. And it was such an amazing opportunity and experience. So if you want to listen to that interview with Cedra Sarton and Jordan Chambly, you can hop over to my Facebook and it is Anna Morris. And I made a post. You can click the link really quick. If you do not have Facebook, I can put it in the show notes of this week's podcast episode. If you want to listen to it, I would appreciate your support. So with that said, today's episode, like I said in the intro, we are doing a documentary series review. And I am really excited about this, guys, because like our last review, it was actually a movie review, so it's kind of different. But there were 
there was little to no commentary on the subject. And same thing with this, Hillsong, a megachurch exposed, and it might be because it is fairly new, but no one has hopped onto the ball of getting news out about it. So the reason why I wanted to do it is because As you know, this podcast is a safe space and a community of believers. And if you are not a believer, we still want you here to hear truth and share truth. And we hope that you would find um, comfort and community in this place. With that said, some of my favorite Christian commentators like Paul and Morgan and Alan Parr, which we actually did an episode because of his video, Should You Listen to Hillsong Music? If you want to go back and listen to that, that might be a good leeway into today's episode. So those are the two Christian commentators I have seen react to this documentary series, and they did a fantastic job. Okay, friends, so if you look on either Amazon Prime or Discovery Plus, which those are the two streaming platforms that has this documentary series, if you want to hop over there and watch it, I am going to play the trailer for you guys so you're not completely lost on what I'm talking about, but I want to give you some insight. So this documentary series was lengthy but small and I know those are contradicting words but each episode is pretty lengthy but it's only three episodes so I highly suggest if you have the time go watch it um they did make it really well produced at the same time I wish there was more variety when it came to people talking about the church because as we know everyone has their bias even you listening to me right now is a bias so um I wish that they had a little bit more variety because even though Hillsong messed up and their leadership had a lot of problems, which we'll talk about, the whole church is not at fault for it, if that makes sense. Um, Just because people fell as humans do, um, and I'm not like condoning it, it doesn't make the whole entity a bad thing. Um, And so God is still working in that church. We are praying over Hillsong that the right leadership and that God continues to work in the hearts and the minds of those believers as um, they move on from this. And hopefully some church leadership will rise up from um, the ashes. But as we have seen, there has been... um, some leaders who have had to step down, who are currently going through legal, um, the legal system, I guess you would say, and we are grateful for that, that justice is prevailing. But before we go any further, let me play the trailer for you guys. Have you ever heard of Hillsong Church? Hillsong is the celebrity church, right? Bieber, Bono, Vanessa Hudgens, Kevin Durant. It wasn't just this Australian startup anymore. It was Justin Bieber's church. 
They've had over 3 billion views on YouTube. Hillsong changed the way that many of us saw how church could be done. They're huge now. They're huge. You can make a real change if you come to Hillsong. This was going to be a place where I could call my home. But that clearly wasn't the case, and it almost took my life. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time. When we talk about Carl and purity, how could you shame me when I was so young, but you did this? It was the most toxic thing I ever had to deal with. Uh, hey, girl. Hi. Sooner or later, God will cut you down. The beliefs that they put in you go deep. They really get in your head. This is cool, church. There is a fine line between cult and culture. They want to spread their tentacles as far as they can. They really do believe that they need to conquer Earth in order to make heaven on Earth. To essentially bring on the end time. This is not a moral failure. It's a felonious criminal act. $78 million in revenue, tax rates. Manipulation, religious trauma. Systemic cover-up. Tremendous power. Everything in your life is Hillsong. This is not what I thought it was. So you may have heard in the trailer where it said there is a fine line between cult and culture. And there, it's this hard reaction to that because, yes, there are cults. We have seen cults, um, and they are pretty prominent in the United States. But to say that Hillsong as a whole was a cult is kind of, I don't know. Like, I would have to do more research. I would actually want to sit in the church um, and see, you know, because I know that I have a solid foundation, I know who my God is, and so I would want to see that because, as I did say in the beginning, they did have more of a one-sided narrative when it came to this documentary, and so when she said that, that takes a blow at the church as a whole because when the church falls, um, and we will because we are human, it's going to happen and because the church and believers we have a spotlight on us because we are called to be different and we usually are different so people are watching us with a magnifying glass ready to point out the smallest thing so when this happens it's really hard for the church to recover and that's why I said in the beginning these people, Carl Lentz and Brian Houston, and it, it's really sad that the head of this church were the ones to fall, um, but that doesn't mean that the believers who went to that church were bad and necessarily that God wasn't working or moving in that church. So that is something to realize. And when they put that in the trailer, um, you really have to watch the entire first episode to get what they're getting at, if that makes sense. So saying what I needed to say about it and really getting a broader perspective of what they were trying to do at Hillsong, 
I don't need to lecture you. That's not my job. I just want to share some truth with you. And we're going to move past that beginning part. Um, but I do want to leave you with Romans 12. And it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. And then here comes the really important part, guys. Listen up. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then it ends, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So that is Romans 12 verses 1 through 2. And I wanted to leave that with you guys for whatever that is saying into your life, how that is speaking into your life. Um, We know that we are to be different from the world and when we look at churches um because we're talking about hillsong that are blending in with the culture that that's that's a red sign for us that's a red flag saying "Mm, that goes against the bible and right there that exact example is how we do it we look at the bible we see what it says what is the truth and then we compare it That's the only way to do it because God's word is the only true and perfect source. And it's as simple as that. Before we move on to this outrageous thing, it was so interesting to see this guy actually do this. But before I address that, let's do a little bit of history breakdown so the history of hillsong originated actually in australia a lot of people don't know that they assume hillsong was u.s originated but just to give you some history it was originated in australia the hillsong church still congregates in australia as well um and it started in 1983 but their founder um who actually stepped down quite recently which we will cover really quickly his name is brian houston and he grew up with his dad frank houston and they were sydney based um and he was the pastor of a pentecostal church which is essentially what hillsong identifies as that's their denomination and when houston was looking to expand to america he hired Carl Lentz. So you might have heard that name. He has been in the news lately. And um, he came to the attention of the American people in 2010. So that basically is a rundown of the history a little bit of Hillsong. And so now let's move on to this interesting, and it was presented in the documentary as well. So this guy, his name's Ben Kirby. He created an Instagram account called Preachers and Sneakers, and he began noticing that people like Carl Lentz would have these expensive brands. Um, And so this is a quote. He said, I posted a picture of him wearing a Supreme Louis Vuitton hoodie, he said in the documentary. And then another quote, that hoodie at the time was on resale market for $10,000. And he kept going on. The prices were insane that these people um, and these not not necessarily just Carl Lentz, but also other pastors from other mega churches. I think that's fascinating to point out. 
and um, also the Hillsong Church is known for stars from Hollywood, such as Justin Bieber, Hailey Bieber, Oprah Winfrey, Kendall Jenner, and other people such as along those lines. And there's two sides to this. I love that those people were going to church. I do. And I can't read their heart. I can't, um, we're not allowed to say what their salvation was. I think it was pretty genuine, honestly. And um, just like every human, people fall down and they go through different trials. And some of us don't go through trials as well as others. I I can attest to that. And um, it's just, we have so much more we have a bigger ability to judge those who are in the spotlight, such as Justin Bieber, those people, because they are constantly being watched by cameras, by videographers, whatever it may be. It's easier for us to say, hey, but we might be doing the same exact thing. So I thought they were genuine. But the problem with this is, is that the way the pastors, Carl Lentz and Brian Houston, how they were using that influence. And a shocking quote that I found very interesting was that Elle Hardy, she's the author of Beyond Belief, How Pentecostal Christianity is Taking Over the World. I think that's an interesting um, title, but she says in the documentary, it is a culture of, quote, protect the brand at all cost and whatever it takes to achieve that. I thought that was pretty powerful where it comes to we're not serving our people or our congregation, but we are getting it for ultimately our gain. And so that's where it steps into that narcissistic, we have fell off the path type problem. Okay, so before we wrap this up, there are three things we have to talk about. We have to talk about the college. We have to talk about the affair that Carl Lentz had, which inevitably had him step down from his position in the church eventually after all of it went down. And then lastly, we have to talk about Frank Houston, and we will talk about that to end up this session. So let's talk about... Carl Lentz, he had an affair, and as someone who believes in not over-dramatizing things and as well as letting you do your own research, if that is what you choose to do, he had an affair. It was five months. It didn't come out the way that usually it does happen, which I did want to talk about because it did point to that narcissistic behavior that we saw earlier in Carl Lentz. Again, one of those red flags. Why did he decide to announce that he was having an affair without even telling the person? It was very weird. And so he was ultimately fired from Hillsong, thankfully, in November of 2020 because I think it was way too late past the time but um that's what happened and so just kind of going off of that um let's talk about the college I said we were going to talk about the college and it's something that we need to talk about because this is 
not something that should be swept under the rug like we said in the beginning, the very beginning of this episode. And this is something that was. So Anna Crenshaw, she was a preacher's daughter who was studying at Hillsong College. I did not know that Hillsong actually had a college. I didn't. Now I know. (laughs) Um, And she was studying there in 2016. She appears in the documentary to describe an instance in which she says that she was assaulted by a Hillsong staffer. Um, And it goes into detail of how that happened, but I'm not going to describe that. Um, She reported the incident to a church leader in the December of 2018, um, and they questioned her, and she said it felt like an interrogation. So that is, again, I'm going to keep using the word red flag because that indicates that there is something wrong. So there's a red flag right there. Why are they asking a lot of questions? I understand that with the Me Too movement, a lot of um, women have the power to say, hey, this happened to me. But at the same time, I don't want to not say that this is a big deal. Like we should make it a big deal when this happens so that victims of this crime are more likely to come forward that's what we want to see in our society we want it to not happen first of all we do not want sexual assault sexual abuse whatever it may be we want to end that we want to be advocates in that way where we are saying hey this is not okay and it should never happen but if it does happen we should be the first ones to listen and um not be in a sense of interrogation. So it goes on to say they were definitely checking for mix-ups or errors. I just knew, okay, they're not on my side, which she does say in the documentary. It also included footage of Brett Senstock, and he alleged that Frank Houston um, also was a part of sexually abusing people. So that goes into talking about Frank Houston. I want to stop really quickly before we go on to that last part and say that the Hillsong College should have done more. As someone who advocates for ending human trafficking, ending these terrible crimes that happen in the world, I say we need to end it. We need to be more open about that and help women find at least an avenue where they can find justice for what happened to them. So that's my perspective on it. And I hope that that is yours as well. If it is not, then that's where we cross our paths. But as for that, we should be more open, especially if it's a college, especially if it's a professor with a student. They need to look into that more. Again, I want to leave you with a verse as we talked about that subject, and it is Proverbs 31 verses 8 through 9, and it says, speak up for those who cannot speak up for themselves, for the right of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. The reason why I bring up this verse is because we are called to speak up for the voiceless. Not only do we do this for the pro-life movement, but also when it comes to ending human trafficking and ending human slavery. 
If you do not know what that means, I have an episode over it that I did with Hannah Metter, and it was so insightful. I hope that you hop over there, listen to that episode after we finish this one, to get more of an insight of what modern day slavery is and how we can end it for good. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of heavy stuff. We have. We talked about an affair. We talked about sexual abuse and sexual assault, but it gets so much more shocking and so much more devastating. In the last episode of the three-part series of this documentary, it talks about Frank Houston. And if you remember back to the church history I was talking about, he is the father of Brian Houston, who came over to the United States and started the whole entire Hillsong Church. And the reason why I come back to Frank Houston is because he was a founder of a church out of which Hillsong eventually grew. And so his son, Brian, is a part of his cover-up. And um, according to the documentary, Frank repeatedly sexually abused at least one um, young boy in the late 1960s and um, he paid this kid, well I think he was more of like in his adult years when this happened, he paid him $10,000 in Australian currency as quote-unquote compensation in 1990. Yeah, so it was further on and this just when I watched the trailer I was in chills um when you think of a church or at least when I think of church I think of a safe space where I can worship the god of the universe the one who created me I I don't think of um I don't think of sexual assault but and it I can't even wrap my brain around it because it is so devastating for that kid who had to go through that. I never, ever would want anyone to go through that, especially from someone they trusted. Um, Frank Houston was in a place of influence and he used that so corruptly and I can't even... um, So... The abuse had been reported to the church, but not yet to the authorities. The documentary then cites the minutes from the 1999 meeting of the church elders that details their plan to keep the abuse quiet. And this is what just punctures my heart um, when we talk about church not owning up to their faults. This is what I'm talking about. They said they didn't want to make it open to the public, which eventually just you can't even imagine how that ruined um that boy that that kid who had to endure such an evil atrocity that comes um with the evils in in this fallen world and so um they reinstated frank as the head pastor after temporary suspension and according to the documentary at least seven other men have since come forward to allegedly um, being sexually abused by Frank Houston between 1965 and 1977. 
And then in in 2014, Brian Houston was summoned by Australian Royal Commission into um, the institutional responses to child sexual abuse for questioning. And it includes footage of his official testimony in which he acknowledges, and this is Brian Houston, he has to come forward because he was covering up for his father. And that is another thing why not just come out and come clean, you know, and it's just, it, it hurts, and so, um, he denies, um, having tried to cover up the payment, and then a year later, the commission found he had failed to report knowledge of that child sex abuse to the authorities, and so, um, earlier this year, Brian Houston stepped down as head pastor of Hillsong, quote unquote, for the rest of the year to focus on fighting the formal charge uh, charge of concealing sex abuse. And then um, this week after an internal investigation into two complaints that Brian had acted inappropriately towards women, he resigned. So this is like so much to comprehend what do we do after someone with so much influence and in this case it was carl lentz and it was brian houston and it was frank houston these were big prominent leaders either in australia or the united states that we see what do we do when they take the ultimate advantage of not only adults but then also children we are supposed to protect children. They are a gift. And um, God, God's masterpiece. What are we supposed to do when that happens? Number one, we continue to pray for justice. We continue to pray that there is healing and that healing process happens for those people. We can't amend fully what happened to them but we can pray for them, we can walk alongside them, we can ask if they need any help in any case or scenario. And sometimes it's hard because these are big stories and people who live thousands of miles away. So it's hard, but we can continue as the body of believers and unify and pray for those who have been hurt in the worst ways possible. And so we ask for justice for those who decided, even when they knew it was wrong, they did it. We pray for justice, and God's justice is ultimately what we are asking for here. And then lastly, what we can do is we can continue to encourage those believers to lead in their faith. Um, those who are left behind after the rupture of all of these atrocities in their church, we pray that not only will they come out of it knowing, hey, I'm going to look for a church that is going to follow the Bible and is not going to take advantage of me, but one that is going to create community in a place where God is truly present. And so I pray that now that those le leaders are removed, there is no one else. I pray that also those who are in the church that continue to do that, that they would be removed um, out of his good and great sovereignty, that he would remove them. And so that is what our response to this is. And then I want to read a, la uh, a ending quote 
before we leave that brings chills to like everywhere it's just so interesting how they quoted this and it says and it's a former volunteer let me just add that and it's quote if jesus were to walk into a hillsong church today i don't know if he would be welcomed and then she ends in saying he would probably flip the tables there too Thank you.